Zimbraconda is a proud supporter of Wisconsin Badger Athletics. If you're looking to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Honda, buy local. Part of the Madison community since 1973, Zimbraconda's customer service is second to none. Experience it today for yourself. Shop local. Shop Zimbraconda. Put up a shot up on the side. Chris McIntosh says, yeah, I've got cojones. It's a high noon hour rolling on on your Monday. Luke Fickle, the head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. Whoa, where did that come from? I'm Alex Grove with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios asking you what you love about this hire, what you hate about this hire. Get in on the show. 844-770-3776 is the old National Bank talk and text line. And so excited to be joined by my great friend who you hear before and after every Badgers game with me on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, former Badgers punter, former NFL punter, the great Brad Nortman, offensive weapon. Brad Nortman with me. Brad, be, before we get into, well, I mean, we'll walk through this together, but I need what your initial reaction was, because we were texting back and forth yesterday when this news came out, and we were all amped up, but what was your initial reaction, Brad, when you saw that Luke Fickle coming to the University of Wisconsin? It was utter shock, Strofe. I, I honestly couldn't believe it. Got, you know, we Saturday was a hard day, right, to see Minnesota win back the axe and retain possession of the axe, and man, it was just it was a dark day, but I figured that there's no way anyone else but Jimmy Leonard be, would be named head coach. And we were actually talking to my brother-in-law, who lives in Texas, huge Badger fan, and he threw out the name Luke Fickle. Like, hey, what about Luke Fickle, someone like that? And I took it as like a, a pause. Whoa, now that would be a cool name. Didn't think anything of it. Went to bed, woke up the next morning. When the report started coming out, I was in disbelief. I didn't have words for it. I was totally shocked. I was just, for so long now, I was convinced that Jim Leonard would be named the next head coach. And sure enough, the reports ended up being true that it was Luke Fickle, and it came together quickly. But what I'm coming to realize, there was nothing quick about it. This has been the long plan of Chris McIntosh. And now as things are coming out about detailing the courting process and the lengths he went to try to secure him to be the head coach, there was nothing rash about this decision. Because my initial thought was there is no way that Chris McIntosh went into Saturday thinking, if we win this game, Jimmy Leonard is our next head coach. Yeah. And then we lose and then a full pivot. No way he's thinking that way. So my as I'm reading the tea leaves, this has been the plan all along to go out there and get a big fish. And man, there is no bigger big fish than Luke Fickle for our current uh, college football landscape. Yeah, I mean, he was the number one candidate that, that wasn't in a power five school already right by a mile. Right. I don't think it was very uh, there was a very large gap between number one and number two. Luke Fickle is the man. And we were talking off the air, Brad. It was like and I kind of said this in segment one. It's like. Are we good enough for Luke Fickle? I'm I'm intrigued to see what he says at 4 o'clock when he speaks with the media later. What intrigued him about the University of Wisconsin? Obviously, he's a Big Ten guy, but I, I thought it was Ohio State or bust for him. It was kind of it was kind of my thought on it. Well, to put it in perspective, and we were talking about this, you know, he basically turned down Notre Dame. He turned down Michigan State. When I was living in Jacksonville, Florida, the Florida job was available. His name was floated around. He basically squashed that really quickly. He's been very choosy. Everything that I've heard about his character, who he is, he's very calculated. He knows what he's doing. So whatever it is about University of Wisconsin that he loved, he just totally leapt in. I agree with you. I, I didn't think that we were 
quote unquote, good enough for someone like Fickle. To put it in perspective, there's only been two other coaches that went to the college football playoff and then have opportunity to go someplace else. And that is uh, Brian Kelly going to LSU. And that is um, uh, Lincoln Riley going to USC. And those are big, big names going to big programs that are already shaking up the college football landscape. And for us to now be in that equation to where this is a guy who can recruit with the best of them, that can work it in the transfer portal with the best of them, I think it helps take us to a whole new tier of college football. And, you know, I I have debates all the time about where, with friends and family, where the ceiling of Wisconsin football is, right? And during my years, and even the year in 2018, I believe it was, we, we sniffed, we maybe just sniffed what looked like an opportunity for a national championship. But looking at how college football is, I was convinced in my lifetime, University of Wisconsin would not win a national championship. In my lifetime, we're talking about hopefully a long time. <laughs> but man, with Luke Fickle at the helm, why not? Why not? He's been around it. He's taken Cincinnati to the college football playoff. And that's that's as close that's closer than we've ever been. So if he can get that kind of talent at Cincinnati, it's it's talent acquisition and talent development. And he does both of those well. Elite recruiter. I hear he's bringing his ace recruiting staff along with him, something that Wisconsin vastly needed. And his strength and conditioning staff, which has developed these guys. All the NFL guys he's had recently that he's developed, it's unbelievable. So with the ingredients of what Wisconsin can give him, I'm eager to see what he can cook up. I'm right there with you. Brad Norton with us here on the High Noon Hour. I'm Alex Strove. Brad, I'm curious from an alumni's perspective, right? You're a guy that went through this program, obviously, had great success when you were at Wisconsin, had great success in the league afterward. Uh, there's been a lot of tweets in reaction going around about burning bridges. And, and we'll get to our love-hate in a second. And I know we likely both hate this for Jim Leonard, right? Because he's such a great guy, so connected to the university. But when you see the alumni reacting the way that they are, what is your reaction to that? I have similar feelings, right? There, This is very bittersweet. Uh, if I'm going to be completely objective, if I wasn't a fan, if I was just a, you know, a NCAA football prognosticator at looking at the media, the whole landscape, I would say this is, of course, the right decision, right? I mean, you look at the two candidates side by side, and Luke Fickle blows it out of the water in basically every category. And for what he will be able to offer the program, it's hard to compete with, to be quite honest. But man, for Jimmy Leonard... You, you will just not find someone that says a bad word about him. People that will walk into battle with him. And um, I just, I, I think the closer you are to him personally, the harder this is. So I think the guys that played underneath Coach Leonard, that played with Jim Leonard when he was you know, an elite Badger player, and even in the NFL, I just think guys love him to death. And they know what he's sacrificed. We know he's turned down jobs to stay here. We know that he's done a lot to try to maintain his loyalty to the program. And when that loyalty is not reciprocated, it's painful. And, And I think that there is something deeper to it, right? And we've seen it unfold this whole year. Look, I was going to talk about this, but... Mac is a savage. The dude has grapefruits on him, and he doesn't (laughs) give a rat's you know what about loyalty. Yeah, I've got cojones. That's right. That's right. So if we're on the same page, he doesn't care. I'm swinging away. He doesn't care about loyalty, tradition, whatever. Throw it out the window. We're going for it. And that feels different than the Wisconsin program that we know and love. And we saw it with Paul Christ. So we shouldn't be surprised that it's now happening with Jim Leonard, too. So I think that is the component that just makes me feel a bit 
uncomfortable, uneasy, maybe like a little dirty to where, man, I feel like everything that Paul Chris and Jim Leonard have given this program, it shouldn't end this way. It shouldn't end this way for them. And maybe it's not, and maybe it's not the end, but that's the thing that makes me feel bad about it. I don't think coach Leonard got his fair shake at it inherent in the season. What can he actually do to change it? But in the end, if it was going to be him or fickle, if you're going to be objective, Fickle's a pretty, he's a grade A home run A plus candidate. He's a better option, unfortunately, right? Like it pains me to say that because I really like Jim Leonard. And, and yes. you know, I was talking about it earlier. There are parallels to draw, and this is me being the eternal optimist I am, Brad. But there are parallels to draw between Fickle, right? Fickle was the interim head coach of Ohio State in, in 2011. He went six and six, which of course Jim Leonard and the Badgers went six and six this year. And in 2012, when they hired Urban Meyer in a home run hire, Fickle went back to defensive coordinator. And I just wonder if maybe there's some way it shakes out this way at Wisconsin 11 years later. But that's me being the optimist I am, I think. Yeah, Luke Fickle is basically the version of Jim Leonard in 15 years if everything goes perfectly for him. Yeah. Right? Because Luke Fickle's he was in no rush to leave. I heard a report that after that interim head coach season that he had at Ohio State, he said, I do not want to be a head coach anywhere. <laughs> he had to be convinced into taking all these great head coaching jobs that were coming up because he's so qualified. He's such a leader. Um, but that's the kind of head coach I want, though. One that I just want to be with the guys. I don't want the drama. But he clearly grew up a lot. He matured. Elite defensive coordinator. And now he's an elite coordinator and leader of a program. So I, I would love some way to not burn that bridge and keep that bridge intact with Coach Leonard. Whether it means staying here, maybe it's a personal decision. Maybe he just loves Madison, and you know, I'm sure Coach Fickle would be eager to to leave him on because he's one of the great defensive minds in the country. But it's yeah, the, the similarities are strange, and it's like Luke Fickle's career is the best possible route for Jimmy if we look 15 years later. We'll get to our love hate in a second, Brad. But uh, I think there might be a defensive coordinator position opening up uh, just a little bit north in Green Bay pretty soon that Jim Leonard will likely be called for again, like he was two years ago. So maybe, you know, as a Packers fan, I would love to see Jim Leonard go on to success in Green Bay. And then you have a great head coach in Madison. And that's just like a football lover's dream in this state. But anyway, let's get to our love hate. So, what I love about this hire is what you and I have agreed on, right? It's Chris McIntosh has some grapefruits. Is is that what you call them? (laughs) Grapefruits. Grapefruits. And what you heard before, Brad, was me on October 3rd, the day after Paul Chris was fired, I said, Chris McIntosh says, yeah, I've got cojones, right? Like, that stands true here on November 28th. So I, I love is. Chris McIntosh swinging for the fence here. This is his legacy move, right? If this works out great, Chris McIntosh will have a statue outside next to Pat Richter outside Camp Randall Stadium because that's how big of a move I view that this could be. What, what else do you love about this hire, Brad? Well, I love... I love the freshness of it, okay? So this is what I brought up on ESPN College Game Day post game, where I said, who would you rather be? Would you rather be Nebraska bringing in a guy like Matt Rule that they're in utter disaster, but it feels like a refresh and bringing in a top name? Or Wisconsin, who we're kind of don't really know who we are. We're holding on to the past. We're hoping for the best. And, you know, we'd likely be hiring Jim Leonard. And I was 50-50 because I was like, I, I don't know, maybe something fresh after what I'm seeing with my own eyes in this team. And honestly, the last three seasons, can we compete at an elite level anymore in college football? So that sounds weird because everything about the Wisconsin state and Wisconsin sport culture is all loyalty and tradition. And, you know, we are we, we keep it in the family and all that. 
but it feels good to just change it up a little bit and and see what see what happens. It might be a total failure, who knows. But I like to le- at least see that we're swinging for it and saying, you know what, Ohio State, Michigan State being top 5, why not Wisconsin? We're doing what we think needs to be done to get there. So I love that it, it feels like a very fresh move, something that was o- maybe overdue. Yeah, given the state of college football right now, Brad, right? Like it's it's exactly. it's certainly a go against the grain move for what Wisconsin has done traditionally because you've got such a great guy waiting in the wings like Jim Leonard, but it, there's no there's no mediocrity allowed anymore. And that's what the last few years have felt like. It's just kind of been mediocre years for, for the Wisconsin mm-hmm. Badgers. So, going against the grain and really swinging for the fences is is refreshing. I like that word choice on that. Yeah. That, yeah, I, I think that's the truth. And I, I I'm eager to see what I have loved is their ability to recruit. And I'm thinking if I'm if I'm a transfer player, particularly a transfer quarterback, which we've deemed that we think we need going forward, I think this job looks a whole lot more attractive today than it does two two days ago. So I'm excited to see the kind of talent that we can acquire. And look, there's a good chance Wisconsin football looks a lot different in a couple of years than it does now. But I I almost sort of viewed Ohio State as the steroids version of Wisconsin, right? I mean, good academics. I mean, we, we can hang with them, but darn it, they're just bigger and stronger than us and seemingly better coached sometimes. Why can't we just get a little bit of that, you know, Ohio State fairy dust sprinkled on the program? I, you know, as much as we hate Ohio State, I think a lot of it comes out of admiration for their success. So, um, you know, if if we have a if we have a baller defense and we got some kind of spread power run game with a bunch of athletes and studs out there, sign me up. Saw Cade McNamara from uh, Michigan just entered the transfer portal, so that's an immediate upgrade in my eyes. So that's just something worth uh, worth throwing out there. Just reported by ESPN's Pete Thamel. Uh, all right, let's go into our hates. Um, and I, I think the obvious number one is you hate this for Jim Leonard, right? So past that, I I the 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 state of college football we're in scares me, Brad. Right with the transfer portal, and I know. Fickle will bring in his guys from Cincinnati, and I imagine a lot of his recruits, and a lot of them were recruited by Wisconsin to begin with. So I, I imagine we'll see several flipped commitments here in the next couple of weeks. But I, I, I hate that you know you might lose out on a guy like Braylon Allen. Mm-hmm. I, as much as I like Graham Ertz, I think he's probably gone. Right. I mean, it, it's just it, it's probably not his job anymore, especially with Fickle bringing in, you know, if he brings in one of his guys from Cincinnati. I know he's got a four star recruit coming in next year that could be coming to Wisconsin. But I hate seeing guys that were built up here that were in-state kids, especially like Braylon Allen, who were recruited by Jim Leonard and Paul Christ that could be leaving that that part of this. I, I do hate And, you know, that's something we've talked about a lot with Jim Leonard. It's it's it, it's a better hire for internal recruitment, but long term. Luke Fickle seems like the better option. That, that's exactly right. I mean, the, in the short term, I hate it for the kids. I hate it for the kids in Cincinnati. I hate it for the yeah. kids in Wisconsin. I hate it for the recruits that were commitments of both Wisconsin and Cincinnati. Throws a total wrench into their plans and their dreams. We've already seen Wisconsin players decommit from Wisconsin and open up you know, their, uh, yeah. their availability. Same thing with Cincinnati players. So there's going to be a shuffling. In, in the short term, it's painful. I don't know how we do next year. I do think we're better than this year. I think we're going to lose a lot of guys, but I think we're going to bring in a lot of guys, players, that is. And um, it's just it's just it's a bummer in the short term. I think in the long term, and that's exactly what Mac was thinking. He needs to think on a five- and ten-year time frame. And if he's going to sign his name on this hire, then he's got to be the one to be willing to take the risk and the big shot. And that's what he did. The other thing that I hate, and this is the thing that's going to be lurking in the background that's never going to quite go away. 
he grew up in Ohio. Yep. He played football at Ohio State. He's been there for 20 years. Okay, even in the state of Ohio, in Cincinnati, you can't tell me that if Ryan Day gets fired or if best case scenario, all of a sudden Wisconsin is the next top 10 annual team, Ohio State's always going to be there. And if they have a coaching opening there, whether it be in three years or 15 years, and they lure him in, how is he going to say no to that? I can't even blame him if he says no to that. He is a... It would be like me saying no to Wisconsin if I went somewhere else. It would just be impossible to say no to. So that's the one risk of success that I see is that in three years, five years, 10 years, yep. if the Ohio State job opens up and he does great at Wisconsin, he leaps for it. So it's it. And I wouldn't have that fear with Jimmy Leonard. No, I would think you build it and stay here for life. No, you're, you're spot on with that, Brad. And, and I guess the only counterpoint I can make, but it's not going to make you feel a whole, about, whole lot better about that is, look, I, I agree with you. I think Ryan Day is one loss to Michigan. I know he's 45 and five, but he's one loss away right. from Michigan. He's lost two years in a row to them away from being fired. Right. That's just not acceptable at Ohio State. You can't lose to uh, to Michigan several years straight. So. But if things go well, then yes, of course, Luke Fickle will be atop their board, right? I mean, I know you have that, that the athletic director always has that board of options just in case. Mm-hmm. If things go really well for Wisconsin, of course, he's going to be number one on that list given his background. But that means Wisconsin's probably in the college football playoff or playing in Rose Bowls or winning the Big Ten, right? So that means things have to go really well in order for Luke Fickle to get back to Ohio State. So. If you're trading off, hey, things are going to go well for, let's say they go great for four years, Brad, and then that Ohio State job comes available, well, then, yeah. But it was four good years. Are, are, are you okay with that? Like, I, I don't know. It's it's hard to blame the guy to your point. It is. It is hard to blame him. And, and who knows what college football even looks like at that time. That's what's so hard about projecting any of this stuff. It's so hard to know what it looks like. But it just seems like Luke Fickle is equipped for that new role. I did reach out to some former NFL players of mine oh that played at Ohio State. So I got some essays. I said, hey, tell me about this Luke Fickle character, right? Couple different responses. Here's what I can sum it up as. Fickle is the real deal. Fickle is one of the favorite coaches I've ever played for, college or pro. He has passion for the game. He knows how to connect with players. He knows how to inspire players. He knows how to recruit. Wisconsin will be a force underneath him. I'm jealous. I actually wanted him back at Ohio State. I mean, I, I haven't heard a bad thing about Luke Fickle from from anybody. And and then and that's also from I know Joe Thomas put a, a tweet out there from same thing that he you know from Cincinnati and Ohio State guys same type of stuff. So man, if if there's anyone that's going to break my heart for Jim Leonard not being the head coach, it's a guy like this. It's true, but I imagine if you ask former Wisconsin players about Jim Leonard, you just read exactly what they'd say as well, right? I mean, it, it, there's there's total parallels to be drawn between these two guys. There's that's true, but like what we talked about all year, like does he have the ability to go get great assistant coaches? Can he recruit? Like there's there's so much about Jim Leonard that you love and that you just you're hopeful yeah. that he can fill the shoes of what a head coach does. And the only difference between him and Coach Fickle is that Fickle has proven that he can do it. I believe Coach Leonard can do it, but I just don't think Wisconsin, or at least Mac determined, Wisconsin is not the training ground to figure out if you can do it or not. 
You're spot on. You're spot on. Hey, man, uh, look, you've got me all fired up. That that scouting report you put together on Luke Fickle is terrific. Brad, always great chat with you, my man. I know we'll hear you later on Rutledge and Hamilton uh, breaking down more of this Luke Fickle mood. I appreciate the time as always, and we'll chat real soon, all right? Thanks for having me on, buddy. Appreciate it. Anytime. That's a great Brad Norton with us here on the High Noon Hour.